What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 372nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me today is Will. And between recording our previous program and recording this program, I have discovered the true evil of Instagram because I was making a decaffeinated coffee using my Keurig and all of you Keurig haters can just stay home. I don't need to hear about it. I use a Keurig. (laughs) It's fine. It does what I need. It makes me decaffeinated flavored coffees. And while I was doing the whole Keurig ritual, put the pod in, press the button, et cetera, et cetera, I was scrolling through my Instagram at the same time. And one of my favorite bodybuilders, uh, Chris Bumstead from Canada, Canadian bodybuilder, congrats to the Canadians, um, had a nice like arm workout. You know how they do like you can do like a series of Instagram photos in one mm-hmm. photo. So I'm like looking at Chris Bumstead doing his arm workout and, you know, and then I hear the, the, the Keurig going and it's like. Drip, 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 but it's not making the normal drip, drip, drip sound. There's something wrong. It's not making the gurgle, gurgle, gurgle of, hey, there's coffee going in this cup. It's just making kind of a like, I'm spilling coffee all over your kitchen counter. And I looked. Oh, no. And because I was so invested in Chris Bumstead's arm workout, I neglected to put a cup under the curate. <laughs> Very nice. I think this is a you problem. Oh. I've done that once when I had a Keurig for like a week. And then before you returned it to Target because no, it didn't I... meet your needs. You know, not a lot of things do. <laughs> Greg is also here. I am also here. Hello. Hello. I also have a Keurig that is working just fine. I, it's fine. It's downstairs. It's lovely. It made me tea to get rid of my con crud. Tea, the gentleman's coffee. The gentleman's coffee. The, gal- the real flavor. The gallery in uh, wheezing coffee. <laughs> I don't think that's right. This is a weird episode since uh, this is being recorded like a week and a half early and then being it's put out. It's only weird because you're making it weird. Yeah, make, yeah not making it weird, making Steve. it weird. Uh, normally we record these on Sunday and then I edit them on Sunday night and then I put them out on Monday but I'm probably as of you're listening to this sleeping cuz I was I am coming back from Washington DC and boy the it was insane that they showed wow. 100 new pokemon there and I, uh, what a world's changed the entire VGC I the announcements they made are Unbelievable. I can't believe they announced a new Pokemon TCG app for iOS and, and I'd yeah. probably that would be the dream if they did. I can't believe they finally showed Galera and Dunsparce. It was out of this world. So this episode, while there was probably Pokemon news shown and or talked about, this episode is about you guys and the messages you sent in. It's uh an email show, which we haven't done one in a while, but this is this is this is it. This is it. By email, yeah. I would say a lot of this stuff is actually directly from our Slack community. Uh, they had, uh, that's why we didn't do a question of the week last week, because we got a bunch of questions here that we're going to go through and hopefully have a good time with. So I guess we're pretty much going to, if this is your first episode of It's Super Effective, we normally do Pokemon news and we kind of talk about our thoughts and feelings about the news. Like I said, can't do news if we're recording before news happens. So we're going to answer these questions. 
from people from Slack, and I got a couple emails as well. Start off with a Pokemon question. This one is from Caitlin. Something I've been wondering for a while. I want to hear your guys' opinions on your top three least favorite Pokemon. But I love all Pokemon. I mean, I do like a lot of them. However. However. Oh, how dare. Oh, I'm waiting for it. Okay. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out the way to put them in order. But I think um, bottom, bottom of the barrel for me is uh, the whole cling clang. Oh, get, get, quit now, fraud. Out. <laughs> Out with you. You don't like, uh, like, metal Pokemon. I don't like, I like metal Pokemon. I don't like the, I don't like the weird mechanical ones. So, like, Cling Clang, that whole line is just not my favorite. Quickly followed by Magneton, Magna Zone, the whole Magna. Oh, man, I like me a Magna Zone. Not my favorite. And then, I'm also not a huge fan of Fortress or Pineco. Like, those are my top three of ones I'm like, they could go away. They're fine. I don't care anything about them. Hmm. You don't think there was peak Pokemon creativity when they made a Pokemon out of a Pinecone? <laughs> no. No, Pinecone is terrible. They really, uh, they really... I mean, it's just a Pinecone. Like, they looked outside and were like, we need another Pokemon. Oh, there's a Pine cone. Let's this is stick how some googly eyes on it. of Pokemon are made. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you want to go next? Well, I think for me, um, definitely Scizor, Scizor, Scyther, uh, that line. Um, I think it's way overrated uh, for just being a fancy bug. It's a fancy bug. Galarian bug? It becomes an even fancier bug. I mean, can I get a Galarian Scyther or Scizor? Whatever. Just just not impressed. Um, I think uh, Gramble looks too much like a Scooby-Doo cartoon (laughs) that it kind of takes me out of my Pokemon feels. For, for what I would want from a Pokemon. Uh, I mean, it's not horrible. I like the fairy typing, but it's just... I, I, I'd i say that's that's very low on my list. Okay. It's no Spinda. Um, and who else? What else? I mean, Hoot Hoot is also... What? Like, Noctowl is so glorious, and Hoot Hoot... Noctowl is great, and Hoot Hoot is kind of boring. Hoot Hoot has clock eyes. I don't care. <laughs> Clock eyes do not save it or make it more interesting. Yeah, I mean, man. it's got a strong theme, but that's about it. I mean, I actually, like, I can I can remember when I first played through Pokemon Silver and I got to the Hoot Hoot and I was like, are you are you serious with this? Quit now, fraud. Is yeah. What they're offering here. And I mean, my real unpopular opinion is I'm just not a Marie fan. <laughs> so, but whatever. Okay, well, I think my my number one out of the 809 official indexed Pokemon as of this episode, I think my number one least liked is Goldeen. <laughs> that is because you've been tormented by Goldeen. That's true. Uh, I mean, Seeking is okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not probably gonna use the entire line, but man, Goldeen is 
It's pretty low on the uh, pure water, I'm a fish <laughs> situation. Um, I'm a fish with a horn. <laughs> it has the horn. What are you talking about? If it, if we're going to go hoot-hoot has got clock eyes, we're going to say Goldine's got a horn. It's true. I mean, that's true. That's That's very true. I've tried very hard to give Jinx benefit of the doubt, but man, Jinx is up there. Yeah, I mean... It just, like... <sighs> I, I mean, like at, Jinx. As I a, think Jinx is lovely. As a kid, I was like, oh, Jinx is weird. And then the racist stuff came out about Jinx, and I was, like, probably too young to realize what was going on. Or even, like, too young to notice they changed its skin color from black to purple. purple. But they they did smooch him, and smooch him is, I think, very adorable. I think it's a good Pokemon. I think it's mm-hmm. a very good baby. I think it it's unique and it stands out. And whoever designed Smoochum put some care into it. I don't know. We're to this point where they've retconned Pokemon. They gave Eevee this the split gender thing with Let's Go. It has the cool tail and then it has the heart tail. They need to do something about Jinx. <laughs> I mean, it would be good if just give Jinx a third evolution officially and then everything go oh that middle evolution's terrible like a lot of middle evolutions are yeah but you never keep it that way and you move on yes glaren jinx i think you go i think the like the thing with jinx 2 that kind of made it back to my radar of like jinx uh, 2 is a terrible name for an evolution yeah jinx 2 is is not jinx 2 don't double down next they're gonna call next they're gonna give mew an evolution called mew 2 or something mew 3 I think what brought Jinx back on my radar of like, no, I actually don't like Jinx is the interview conversation where they had with Detective Pikachu of when, I mean, quote, the president of Pokemon was like, oh, Mr. Mime's too weird. You shouldn't do Mr. Mime, which makes me like more self-aware that they know that they have weird (laughs) Pokemon that was probably not ideally like at the time designed for a single game and they didn't expect it to be this 20 plus year goliath franchise that it is now yeah jinx kind of (laughs) sucks i mean yes yes you're entitled to your opinion sir but smoochum is great smoochum is very good and then i think finally uh my third one is Probably Gorbis. If you're a Huntail fan, nice. uh, I'll take Huntail or Gorbis. So why can we talk why? about how Gorbis has like a bra on? That's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've we never noticed that once. <laughs> now you do. Now you're like, now you're either Gorbis is shot up the top of your list, or it's, it's really down there now. That once you realize Gorbis is wearing a bra, you're like, this Pokemon kind of ain't I good. Mean, I've always known Gorbis is wearing a bra. I mean, that's part of it. It's definitely it's part like, of it. It's just like Huntail's got sideburns. Like, the whole thing is problematic. I feel like Hunt. <laughs> I feel like Huntail like stands alone though. Why? I it's mean, got a, I, it's got a 
It's got a it's got a terrible hat and horrible sideburns. Gorbis looks like it could possibly be an evolution of Love Disc with the like the color scheme and how like simple it is. It's like they yeah, just I, stretched out Love Love Disc and then Love slapped Disc and gave a bra. It a bra. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this conversation. I I don't know why you're justifying Gorbis when you just said it's one of your least favorite Pokemon. Yeah, it's so uh, it's it's I, not yeah. good. The Clam Pearl line leaves something. So that's my top three. Goldeen, Jinx, Gorbis. Okay. This is an email from Jet. Jet writes in and says, Good morning slash evening. I have a question for you all that I'm curious what you think. It seems like every even generation, two, four, and six, have had some connections with previous games. Gen 2 had babies. And some evolutions have already existed in Gen 1. With more Eevee evolutions, Gen 4 added evolutions that already existed, like Roserade, Togekiss, Magmorta, etc. Also had babies. Additionally, like baby... Oh, they say that. Additionally, baby forms like Munchlax and Badoo, along with Eevee evolutions too. Gen 6 brought us Mega Evolutions for a lot of Pokemon that have already existed. Eevee uh, and the Eevee evolution for Sylveon. Gen 3, 5, and 7, correct me if I'm wrong, have had nothing for connecting to previous games. I guess Alola? Poke- Alolan yeah. forms? Yeah, Alolan forms. Yeah, Alolan forms. Uh, with Gen 8 quickly approaching, aside from rumors of armored forms, ooh, this email's a little dated, uh, yeah. would you like to see a connection sh- such as the previous even-numbered generations? For me, I was just an Eevee fan 100%, so I would like to see more evolution and maybe some new baby forms but not sure who. Thanks for your time. Love the podcast, Jet. I need I need a dragon evolution. Yeah. Well, Gen Five is like weird because that's like that straight up reset. Yeah. Well, Gen Three was also weird because Gen Three was also sort of a straight up reset. Like it was a huge jump, and they really wanted to make a big break from what was before. Um, and you can say whether or not that succeeded. But well, yeah. Like I feel like the odd ones generally, like the odd generations, are generally hit at a time when they are resetting or re-upping or you know, like they're 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 allowing people to come in new. Yeah, like Gen Seven is the twentieth anniversary. It right. had a lot more handholdy because they expected a lot. More new players. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense in that regard. I mean, do I think they do it deliberately? Probably not. Like, I don't think they say this is an even, so we have to have tiebacks. I think it's much more about the timing that, oh, it's been a while since we've touched these, or it's been a while since we've had to update or refresh these, or we're getting near the 20th anniversary, so let's redo a bunch of things. Um, I think that ties into it more. I, I generally, I like it. I like it when they go back and revisit lines. I like it when they go back and say, hey, we're going to add to this. I like it when they add to things, like exist, like, hey, this is a new thing. So, I mean, I'm all for more of it. More babies would be nice. We haven't had babies. I always like babies. Since four. Well, okay, so what, what line would you want a baby form for? Like, what's Ooh. missing that could deserve one? Mill tank. <sighs> baby uh, oh mm. baby mill tank baby mill tank 
can be male or female. If it's female, it evolves into Miltank. If it's male, it evolves into Tauros. Like it. Like the idea. And then Boof- How about a baby Boof- snubble? And Boofalan gets left out. No, because it'll be a grand bull, and that's yuck. I can't think of like a baby snubble. Uh... Pupple. What is a two-stage evolution that could use a little sneaky guy? Not even like a two-stage. A single could use something. Yeah. I mean, you could do Yay. like a baby Turtonator. That's not cute, though. Well, what about a baby, uh, uh, Swan Blue? That might be cute. What about a baby Gorgeist? Baby, what's the one before it? What about a baby Togepi? Pumpkaboo? <gasps> Pumpkaboo. I feel like Pumpkaboo's as baby as it's getting. Yeah, that's pretty baby. Baby Togepi is a baby. <laughs> glad you finally caught up with the rest of us all right this is what we really need it's weird because what about a baby slammed it uh, maybe it's weird because when you look at specifically gen 6 and gen 7 there's such there's not a huge pull that you can really grab like you have like swirlix and slurpuff inky and malamar binnacle and barbarical and those do seem like very set like lines. And then when you have your single yeah. evolutions like Carbink and Klefki, they don't really seem to like lean towards like a baby Pokemon. I mean, I could I was look literally at literally just gonna say a baby binacle. <laughs> it's just one hand. It's just a claw. You could. Uh, um, is Wooper enough of a baby? Could there be a baby to Wooper? Oh yes, pooper like a like a more tadpole. Oh, you could. Mm, I don't. You could maybe do a bell, baby LGM, a smaller alien. Oh yeah, a smaller alien. It's just an eyeball. Do any of the elemental monkeys deserve babies? Should there be no, one they baby that the cut? elemental monkeys deserve babies? <laughs> Does. Um, if they were to do a baby, I feel like one baby, you make it normal. Yeah, that can branch off. Yeah. yeah I'd be, I'd do that. How about, um, Stun Tank? Stun Tank? Stun Tank was the one before it. Stunky. Stunky. Does, is Stunky, see, Stunky doesn't seem baby-y. Oh, like, here's- Like, could be a baby. Yeah, no, no, here's a good one. You, because you, you, they've already done it with Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan. Make a baby for throw and sock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they could add a third to Ernie and Bert and Big Bird. <laughs> Just a yellow, what the third Just a yellow thing with a beak. It's a not yellow. even fighting yeah. type. <laughs> it's flying type. What? Just things happen, okay? Does Onyx need a baby form? Uh, it could. Ooh, a baby. <laughs> why, why, why can't I think of the name? Uh, little little rock Pokemon. Uh, Golem. G- yeah. A four evolution line. Sure, why not? And it's a little pebble. <laughs> yeah, sure, peb- you mean? Wait, we already. That's already exists. Rock and roll is already like a pebble. <laughs> and there's a new cool one. Moving on. Uh, does Sandshrew need a baby? No. Sandshrew. But Meowth. Me but Meowth could benefit from that one baby design that they showed off. Oh yeah, uh, do we? I I I don't know if we get EVs. 
Do you think they do Eevee just for the sake of Eevee? Like, well, let's just make a ghost one because it's been 20-some years and we're just going to make it. all a- the rabid Eevee a- fans, it's like printing money. It's like, well, I wasn't going to get this game, but new Eevee. Nah, so I'm gonna- yeah, they're, they're already gonna committed. They're going to for the like, 25th anniversary or the 30th. I mean, I could definitely see an they're gonna hold out. Eevee this. I don't know. I wouldn't be heartbroken if there wasn't Eevee, but I also don't. I'm like Leafeon and Glaceon didn't really reinvent the wheel. If anything, they made the wheel more complicated and they made two dumb rocks that exist in every game that you got to find and walk to. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, those are amazing rocks. Those are beautiful locales. You shush. If, like, other things use the rocks, maybe, but uh, the special treatment... Well, maybe things will. The special treatment no. for that kind of stuff is kind of maybe frustrating. Maybe Galarian Tropius evolves at the Mossy Rock to become <laughs> Ivy Tropius or something. You can maybe do a baby Carnivine. Ooh. It's just a, a little... A little Venus fly, fly trappy. Just a Groot. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, we've seen... Zigzagoon get an evolution, so I guess that kind of goes with the whole Magmortar uh, Togekiss Electivire thing. We're a two stage now as a three stage, so that's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. There you go. Guess anything's now possible. Although, I, I, more babies are cool. Uh, I could see I them mean, definitely. Still, I'm still on a far fetched evolution. Yeah, well, don't we all? No, I do not want a far fetched. You evolution. introduce new babies and you get rid of the 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 in- incense things that again one item for one specific Pokemon is kind like just give me one thing to hold for all of that. Why do I need a sea <laughs> incense for I don't even know what they're for. Like what hold like what does Munchlax even hold? Or Snorlax hold lax? to get Munchlax? Sleepy La- isn't it the lax incense? Oh, but no other Pokemon benefits from that, right? No. Yeah, but you can use it in battle. Wait, there aren't too many battles. Get rid of half the battle items. It'll be fine. Just call it baby incense. <laughs> Give it to a Pokemon. <laughs> it pops out something. You're pleasantly surprised. You move on with life. Uh, this is from Sam from our Slack. Do you have a favorite Pokemon anime character or Pokemon? That only exists in the anime? Like, oh, well, I mean, you could probably say, like, the Squirtle Squad, or Ash's oh, Charizard, or Iris's Axew. Uh, I would say my favorite anime character is uh, Clement's dad. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the future Mr. Clement's dad right there. <laughs> um, I mean, I've always been a huge fan of Brock in the anime. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of like a boring answer. Um, Silent's always been real good. Ugh, no. What's ass. wrong with Silent? He was like, like, he had a great attitude. He knew how to cook, so he was taking good care of Ash, and he loved stamp rallies. Uh, Silent's silence, okay. silence def- problem was he wasn't, like, stern with Ash. He just let Ash run rampant. <laughs> because he wasn't Ash's mom and or dad. He was a companion. It's not your companion's responsibility to correct your bad actions. Look, if your friend, friend is doing something dumb, you should call him out on it. 
You should. Well, I will take note. One number one, number two. <laughs> let, let me start my litany of the hours. Uh, I'm trying you want to do a podcast about Pokemon? Stop now! Just <laughs> what a mistake. Uh, I do like how much character uh, Squishy had, which is the Zygarde cell. Oh right, 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 right. They really, they really breathed, breathed, uh, breathed some life into Zygarde with the anime. Who are all of Don's? Was it Don? I'm trying to remember who the bard character that always did contests. I can't think of his name. Oh, it's gonna drive me. Oh, was it? Wait, Serena is XY, right? Yep. She had a fantastic arc. Like when yeah. she cut off her hair, I was almost in tears. That <laughs> yeah, she that was definitely had real character. Uh, Ash's Rowlet's pretty great. I've I always liked. I've always liked Ash's Knocked Owl only because. The professor, when they would first seeing Knocked Owl, said, "Oh, what a clever little Knocked Owl!" And that has <laughs> stuck with me forever. And it was shiny, wasn't it? Shiny. Yes, yes, he had a yeah, shiny Knocked Owl. Like, not a fan of Knocked Owl, but I always remember that one. Uh, um, Ash's Krabby was pretty incredible, and when it evolves yeah. during when it evolves into Kingler during the championship matches, that was pretty pretty hype. Uh, Tauros 28. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Tauros 28. Yeah, Ash's Tauruses are pretty cool. Not just 28. Uh, only 28 was cool. Why can I not think of who this character is? Can't tell ya. Uh, this is from Maddie. You've been doing ISE for so long. It's almost second nature. Can you tell me the last time you had to do something that you were nervous about? Uh, doing that was podcast related. I can start this one. Let's go back to <laughs> what March, April, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> I was supposed to be on a panel. Uh-huh. We typically got about four hundred to six hundred people to show up for that panel. Me and my buddy Steve. Uh huh. And at five o'clock in the morning, I get a text message from Steve because Steve wasn't coming. Now, I'm not going to say I had a breakdown, but I will say I was a little nervous about having to carry an entire panel by myself. Uh, Luckily, Brittany was there yes. to help, and Trevor was there to provide moral support and take photos, but I was a bit nervous about doing something Pokemon in that moment. I... uh was also very nervous for you. <laughs> you didn't think I could do it? No, I just... I was more nervous from the perspective of we've, we've that panel or whatever I apply for at PAX almost always gets approved um, because it does do so well. And so I was like nervous in the fact of like, if it didn't do well, or if you couldn't do it, if we would be invited back again. Because obviously, like, the last thing you would ever want to do is, like, no-show a panel where they give you a good yeah. time and, and a big room. Now, the next time, the next panel you're doing, strangely enough, you get a better time. You're going to be streamed. <laughs> Whose shoulders is that on? This one! Uh, oh, by the way, is Nando is the character I was trying to 
and you don't even know what Nando's the restaurant is. This is uh, uh, shocking to me. Nando had a Roserade, so look. Okay, I'll accept I have that. a type. I mean, I've had to do things now that I haven't had to do before, but not sort of related to this podcast. But I've suddenly been called into multiple live streams that I've not been prepared for. Um, oh, so, let, let me say for a moment, I, I don't think I've related this on this particular oh, program, but now. <laughs> how angry and I, un, I will say unjustifiably angry. <laughs> this is Will Anderson's I had a human emotion and of course it had to be a negative one. Greg and I, my, yeah. my dear friend, Greg, yes. who I've known for a while walking through Gen Con and every five feet Somebody's running over. <gasps> Greg, oh, it's so great to see you. Oh, come <laughs> guest with me on this program. Oh, come do this program. We're going to stream on Twitch. Oh, Wizards of the Coast, we've got, we're going to honor you and give you free <laughs> Magic the Gathering swag, even though you don't play Magic the Gathering. Look, oh, I'm really good and, at Magic wait, the Gathering. Let's walk through now. the vendor hall. And oh, and, and here, this vendor wants to give here, Greg, you're so famous. Take my stuff, please. <laughs> and I'm like, have you never heard of William R. Anderson? I have hey. been in this business for years. There's that, there are people in that diversity thing that said hi. Two, two people, one of whom was angry that his colleague said hi to us. And they only I'm recognized trying. us when you showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was not here for any of that. Um, do I? I mean, so the thing is, is, the problem with me about nerves is that I've had, I've been performing for so long that I don't, I mean, I always get nervous for everything, just at varying levels. Like, I sometimes I'm like, do I have enough energy to do this today? Is this going to be enough? What am I going to talk about? Am I going to hit anything that I want? But it's a different sort of nervous than I think a lot of people like. It's not paralyzing. It has been paralyzing for years because I've been in far worse, more unprepared situations where I've had to perform all of a sudden. Or I've been in that show that has... <sighs> You know it's bad, and you tell your friends and family that, you, you know, you don't have to come see this one. It's fine. You can skip this one, because it's so <laughs> bad, but you still have to do it for three weeks. So, I mean, I still get nerves for things, just like, anytime I'm putting anything out there, I'm nervous for it, because the internet is what it is, and anything you do, you don't know how it's going to be received. Like, the fact that a new mythical went up, I was really nervous that that was showing up again because 2017 isn't 2019. Mm -hmm. So I get nervous for those things, but none that I'm like, this is going to stop me from doing it. Like I'm nervous about the PAX West panel a little bit because I've never done one and I don't know what to expect, but not enough to like stop me from doing it. Right. Right. I think the last time I got super nervous um, I can think of two instances. Uh, one was the Sun and Moon podcast with uh, Irene and Micah and the Team Skull stuff. Oh yeah, uh, because I knew like it was like the right thing to do to describe how like Team Skull 
didn't really hit on all the marks and how people can take this slightly wrong. And I knew that there would be people who would it exactly happen. People write in being like, you don't understand racism. I'm a, I'm, I think like that in itself was, you know, we're talking about it. And it's honestly not that big of a deal because it's a video game, but I still think it's important to just bring up and talk about. And uh, I think even at the time we said, like, you know, I know you guys don't like Seinfeld, but you could watch if you were a big fan of Seinfeld, you could watch an old episode of Seinfeld and and you could be like, oh, I like Seinfeld. But man, this episode does not hold up uh because times have changed and people's attitudes about this changed or this topic is just very outdated um but just because you don't like one specific episode of your favorite TV show doesn't mean like everything is ruined <laughs> uh so i i remember we got a lot of fl- flack from that and that's fine like if somebody's going to write in and that that was the like final stone was we were talking about how Team Skull is problematic, and that was why they stopped listening. Then f- fine, like fine. you're probably not a great person. <laughs> like you probably you yourself probably don't understand like the importance of these topics and how it may affect people of color. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff when you're going to touch on minority, any sort of minority experiences that are going to be like. Every time I do these things, it's like, this is going to open up a fresh new wave of ugly that's going to hit my timeline. And it it's frustrating. Like, those things are just, it's much more the anticipation of the negativity that you know is coming. But because that negativity is coming is all the more reason that you have to talk about it. Being afraid to talk about that is what they want. So, like, I would, like, I will admit I listened to the Team Skull stuff and it was tough to listen to because I could tell that everybody there was sort of like uncomfortable with the whole conversation because it's a very, very tough conversation. But that's all the more reason those things have to happen. But they don't come without an emotional cost of doing it. And then the other thing I was nervous about was the National Deck stuff. Because I yeah. oh, oh, let's get started on that again. Uh, no, I mean it's just like you under you totally can understand why people are upset about it. And Absolutely. Like, but the amount of people being overly negative or just being very rude to other people about it was yeah. was such a a hard thing to dance around because you could you like bring it up and you can it's it's almost like the 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 national deck stuff is very politics in the sense of like you might have a room full of democrats and you might have well, this might only play to american audiences <laughs> but you'd <laughs> have a, wigs you'd have Labor. a room of democrats and a room of republicans and you you can have like different variations of that where that those two audiences might be very hostile at each other and then you could have a room of the same people be very civil to each other and understand why they vote this way or why they want this to be passed. But at the end of the day, like those two groups of people can't change each other's minds. It's just there's one group that at least they've listened to the other group with the knowing that they're not going to change their mind. And then there's the other group that is just mean and hostile. And that was like very much the na- National Dex stuff for me where like, okay, I see both sides, but like me as 
a person running a podcast host like i don't want to be the one being like i oh i was the one that was like this isn't really that big of a deal to me um but that's because i come from a sense of like i have multiple favorite pokemon so like if my if if farfetch doesn't make the cut i'm that's fine <laughs> but like that also comes from a sense like farfetch is one of my favorite pokemon and there's never been a good farfetch card in the tcg i don't even think there's a legal farfetch card printed so i'm just used to pokemon leaving and coming in and then leaving again and but i i mean like i understand it's just hard to put that into words without people hearing like the people here like they don't care they don't care they don't care and it's it's not that it's just i i mean what do you <laughs> I, I don't know what you would want me to do that you know somebody else on the internet hasn't already done or tried of like expressing their concern in a to game freak or to nintendo or to the pokemon company in a very civil way of being like hey i'm disappointed i've expressed i mean on the show things yeah. i've been frustrated with i even sent an email to pokemon company like two months ago being like hey i went to walmart and they didn't have bulbasaur and they didn't know what i was talking about when you said Bulbasaur was exclusive at Walmart, and I'm... This is a problem. I'm just letting you know that when I went to GameStop, they gave, like, they've always been good. When I went to Target, nine times out of ten, they've been good. When I went to multiple Walmarts, no one knew what I was talking about. I understand why you partner with Walmart. I'm just letting you know that compared to these two other stores, they were pretty clueless. <laughs> and I don't expect anything, but here's my feedback. And they sent me some Bulbasaur cards. But yeah, I was, that whole National Dex thing was so hard to even bring up um, podcast-wise. I don't know. I'm sure there are listeners that, I, I think we got a negative review. I think somebody left us a yeah. one-star review in iTunes saying, don't care about Pokedex. <laughs> yep. Quit uh, now, frauds. But that was that was, like, hard things to talk about. And you would think, like, for being just mostly a pokemon news-based show you wouldn't have those kind of feelings i guess going in but here we are if you could get a let's go styled pokemon game from any other generation which would you pick this is from jordan gen 3 unova unova hoenn hands down let's go hoenn all the water all the water <laughs> give me all the real-time water yeah, I mean, I think uh, Unova for me, just because it would be the biggest pool of Pokemon walking around in the overworld. And it just offers so many different experiences. It's just people so underrate the diversity of what you got to enjoy in Unova. Absolutely. Give me black yeah, and white original. The diversity in Let's Unova go. was excellent. I absolutely agree. Unova was a very fun region. It's just not my favorite. That's okay. Everybody's allowed to have uh, their different favorites. This is uh, from our uh, Travis, who used to be on. What would Timber's Tinder bio be? No. Oh, I've given no. this some thought. Okay. Um, I'm I, you, okay. First of all, you know that Timber's Instagram would be a terrible Instagram. It would definitely be all the poses and then like some sort of like. Stop and think about who you're missing today. Or it'd be like a picture of Timber on a rock, and it's like, thinking about 9-11 and everything we've lost, and it'd be just like this horrible flex picture. 
Gee, no, you really thought about it's, this. It's gonna, no, because I'm the one who follows all the weightlifters. <laughs> it's going to be, the, dude, okay, and I'm actually looking at my own Instagram right now. I'm not going to say which uh, bodybuilder I'm looking at right now, but Tim, uh, Tim, Timber's Instagram, uh, it's a photo of Timber in front of a bathroom mirror uh, with their shirt pulled up so you can see that six-pack abs, mm-hmm. and it says... Peak week is here. I'm seven days out, fam. <laughs> Praying hands. Your support so far has been absolutely amazing. Let's make this final push, devil sign. Link in my bio for training programs and meal plans monthly. Oh, absolutely. So, like, the Tinder would be like, daddy in training. What? No. Oh, yeah. Wait, let oh, me look yeah. at my Timber's, Tinder Timber's bio. not a dad. Timber's like a... a- yeah. Can we talk about how daddy does not, is not an applicable term anymore, but yeah, it's daddy in training because that's a thing now, which, and now we're going to move on to the next question. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. No, I was going to read my, my Tinder bio. Read your Tinder Uh, bio. Because you actually probably use Tinder and I never have. I do. Uh, so mine says t-shirt and jeans, very plain guy. Prefer to spend my money on experiences, not items. My three passions, lifting, gaming, and yarn crafting. If you can't get through a week without booze, we're not a match. Any piercings are also a huge turnoff for me. This is true. All of these things are true. If you can find pleasure in the quiet experiences of daily life, then we may be able to get something going. <laughs> I also like my final line. I am 46. I do not lie about my age. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Timber frauds. Uh, uh, Daddy in training. Let's chop some wood and see what happens. Uh, you know what? I, I, no, it's gonna be like love the outdoors. <laughs> give a, a woodsy scent and an evening spent enjoying the sun, fresh air, and the bounty of Mother Nature. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah definitely. Daddy in training. Moving Mine on. says daddy in training. <laughs> <sighs> this is from uh, Cody from Slack. Which North American wildlife species would you like to see made into a Pokemon? I think we need more, a more reali- realistic bee Pokemon as they all resemble honeybeans, which are not native to North America. I mean, of course, Cody wants more bees. She wants an entire Pokedex region of just bee Pokemon. No, uh, North American based animal. Is there? Do we have a goose? Is there a goose? Uh, yeah, we do need a goose. No one likes gooses. Geese. Geese. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was surprised that they didn't have a nene for uh, Alola. Yeah. They should. I was surprised too. They should have a nene. Because um, we've had buffalo. Mm hmm. We've had beavers. Do we have a moose? Stantley doesn't count. Do we have an actual moose? No, we don't have an actual moose. I- I'm going to sign off of an actual an actual moose. Dark fighting type. I like it. I like the idea. Can I just nominate no. a brick of cheese? <laughs> That's for Canada. That's not... Oh, I guess that Wisconsin. would be the Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 Cheesehead. It's a wildlife species, the cheesehead. <laughs> the cheesehead, the wild cheesehead of North America. From the 
multiple cheese stores in Wisconsin. Have, uh, we had a Blue Jay. That's an American bird, right? Yeah, is it? Is the Blue Jay North American only? I, I'm not. I'm not an ornithologist. This question's hard, Cody, because I don't know animals. <laughs> I mean, we know that no marsupials, except wait. I mean, horses ones? were. Horses were, are not marsupials. No, not with that, dude. Um, uh, blue jay is native to North America. So there you go. I don't think we've had here. a blue jay. Have no. we had cardinals? Blue jays and cardinals would be good. Yeah, but are possums marsupials? Yeah, we don't are have they a possum in North America. Yeah, I mean, I can find you a possum in like two hours. Why would it take an entire two hours to go to the possum store? What are you actually doing with your time? <laughs> So, I think possums are all over the Western Hemisphere. I don't think it's North America only. Yeah, so the possums are all of the Americas, I think. So, I don't know if there's one specific to North America. There probably is, and I'm not thinking what it is. Uh, This is from Gabe. What things were you into when you were younger, not including Pokemon? Well, Pokemon didn't exist when I was younger. Yeah, me too. This is too easy. Uh, all right, so Star Wars, next. Uh, so I was not into Star Wars. I did love um, arcade games, uh, my Atari 2600, and yeah. like those little portable games. Like I had the Pac-Man portable game. Yeah, I had, I had Defender. that. I had uh, Flagman, which was one of the original Nintendo. Like It was just like a, like a pocket game. Those were so popular when I was a kid. Um, I was a huge Pac-Man fan. My brother and I made a Pac-Man maze on his wall and uh, made the dots out of thumbtacks so that when we moved, uh, my parents were furious when we took all the thumbtacks out because the entire wall looked like Swiss cheese. But Swiss cheese is delicious. I know, but not in a wall form. The only thing I can think that I was really into before Pokemon was Power Rangers. Uh, I was very, very, very into, like, that was my show when I got home. Those were the toys I got. I was way into Voltron, which is before Power Rangers. I love me some Voltron. Um, I want to say I went through a small Godzilla phase uh, when that terrible movie came out, but obviously as a kid, I didn't realize it was terrible. Uh, the one where the Godzilla lays eggs in the city, and then at the oh, end of... Oh, yeah, not, not a great one. Um, not a good one. No. I don't remember which is. I think it's just Godzilla 2000. I think is that movie called? But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Godzilla. Yeah, 2000. I think it is. It's terrible. I went through uh, probably six months to a year Godzilla phase where I wanted Godzilla toys. Um, during that time, I think I was also into like the Beast Wars, where the bee turned into a mech. I don't really remember. Yeah, Beast Wars was, it was good. Transformers. Transformers. Beast Wars oh, was pretty good. Transformers. So many Decepticons. Like I pretty much had I, I had zero interest in Autobots. I wanted every Decepticon and I think I almost had them. Brent had all the Transformers. I was never much Transformers because I was like one thousand percent a Star Wars toy kid. Like that's all I ever really played well, with. Brent and I are about the same age, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, so like, so that's like it hit us in the sweet spot. Uh Brent's grandfather bought him the Megatron from Japan. So it looked like an actual metal gun, which was slightly problematic. But that was his first introduction to Transformers. Nice. Never, yeah. never into comic books. I was big oh, into comic I books. I was 
big into comic books too yeah greg and i we've had that conversation um yeah. and i think once i hit like 13 14 that's when i got into harry potter so that was a, like two three years of my life i was big into role-playing games not a surprise yeah. yeah i used to love um actually what i think was probably the most notable about me was i used to like even from when i was eight seven and eight years old just books constantly constantly reading and then like when i was in middle school and high school i would read so much i would be reading like two or three books not like when i say at the same time not like having three books open in front of me but it's like i'd read a chapter of one read a chapter of the next one read a chapter of the next one and just like keep going i was just constantly reading which is amazing because i don't read it all anymore so Maybe I'll get back to it someday. I'm kind of curious that one of our friends has had a story published in a magazine, and now I'm mm. like, dude, if he could do that, yeah, I could do that. I mean, it's obviously I'm the better entertainer. Well, you had a thing in a magazine, you had an article. That's right. See, so like a You're first on step, the path. first step, but that was nonfiction. I want to do a little fiction. Fiction it up. This is from AMM. If you could have a Pokemon side game, what would it be about? Slash, which genre alternatively? How would you design a new game in existing side game series like Pokemon Ranger? Oh, or Pokemon Mystery Dungeon AMM. We all know who we you are. We all know what you're going for. Uh, Pokemon side game. I'm still in my uh, tower defense. I would still do a Pokemon tower defense game. I still think a mobile game where you set up Pokemon to defend your gym would be fun. I I would do that game. Uh, how to design a new game in an existing series? Like I would make another Ranger game. I think there's room for another Ranger game. Oh I don't, heck yeah, there is. I don't know what it would be based off of. Like I don't know. Like off the top of my head, I can't think of like a unique story that I would want to tell with a Ranger game. I'm sure there are stories out there that are relevant. But I would definitely make something in there. I think there's plenty of mystery dungeons, and we don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did give this some thought. And the first thing that came to my mind is something that's, I think, a little bit lost. Although I don't play enough mobile games to be certain 100%. But back in the old days of Windows 3.1.1, Windows for Workgroups, um, we used to have Mahjong. Like, oh yeah. I would love to see like a Pokemon Mahjong That'd be cool. with like abilities. So like if you match up the Charizards or something, it like blows up other tiles or something. Ooh, like battle that. Mahjong. I'm yeah. here for it. Yes. I gave this some thought as well. I think the obvious one that I'm gonna bring up but not commit to is like a Pokemon Animal Crossing. You just replace the animals with pokemon that you live with and do errands for no uh, but see, that's I, that's pokemon mystery dungeon that's literally what that is no nah, mystery dungeon is bad animal crossing is good that's the difference there <laughs> i want to like <laughs> we are doubling down on making this person mad the thing that so you wouldn't do a pokemon animal crossing because you don't want to you don't want to cut your sales from animal crossing right so I was like, man, what other games would I want that wouldn't like cut sales of existing games? But I think, even though there's a very popular Nintendo game that does this, I think there is room for a Pokemon racing game, like a kart racer. 
Now, I know Mario Kart is very popular. It's one of the best-selling games on the series. But also, Mario Kart takes forever to come out. Like, we almost only yeah. get one Mario Kart a generation. With that, DX is obviously because the Wii U didn't sell particularly well. But, like, for the entire 3DS life cycle, we only had Mario Kart 7. And then for the entire GameCube life cycle, we only got Double Dash. I think there is definitely room for two kart racers, both published by Nintendo on a platform. Uh, and having a roster of different Pokemon that drive cars and having... No, no, the Pokemon can run and race on their own. Yeah, I mean, like, sure. We I know think... that Lanoon can go 60 miles per hour. So... <laughs> exactly, and destroy cars. Um, in cars or not in cars, I think the the eight generations of regions provide plenty of pretty cool tracks that you could have. Oh, yeah. Just not Dash. Dash was bad. Dash was bad. I guess they did dabble in racing, but that's what you get when you put Umbrella in charge. <sighs> it always comes back to Umbrella every episode. Every episode. Pretty much. And if you had a Pokemon, if you had an opportunity to make your own Pokemon, what would it be like in general? What types would it be? I think we kind of answered that with the baby stuff from Jet. Yeah. I mean, there's like. I have a million ideas for Pokemon. Like, I'm a fan of the series. So, yes, I have a lot. Uh, I would really like, and I would really like a base water fire that's not Volcanion or whatever. I can see what you mean. Yes, agreed. This is from Johnny. If you have the power to totally reset Pokemon, wipe out all games, shows, etc., and have Pokemon start fresh from today. Would you push it? I'm assuming the nope. button that hits wipe. I would not. I don't know. I'd get my Sundays back. <laughs> I mean, it comes back. That's the thing. It starts fresh from today. It doesn't go oh. away. It just resets. No, I'm not no, interested in I'm a happy reset. With, I'm fine with the way Pokemon is right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm definitely in the camp of pushing a button to retcon a lot of stuff. Fix shinies. Fix some Pokemon that are bad. Goldine, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Gorbis, Harsh. take off the bra. Do a lot of, like, the split gender things. I, I, and I think the gender thing, like, between, you know, Pikachu male and Pikachu female, I just think that not only does it add a lot, but as a collector, it gives you pretty much double the amount of Pokemon to catch. Because I would assume a lot of people who care about catching are probably pretty caught up with catching. So having like, oh, I have two different Pikachus or I have two different Eevees because they're different. Pick a fandom other than Pokemon. This is from Shelby. Does adding Pokemon to that universe make it better or worse? Bonus points to come up with a partner Pokemon for some characters. Avatar, the last airbender, makes it better. I've never seen that. Oh, it's so good. Doesn't uh, it already have Pokemon in it? It's got a flying ox. Yeah, it's got a lot. But they're not actual Pokemon, no. Um, like, I could see Aang having a Metatite. Um, what about the Dungeons & Dragons universe? I've already done that. <laughs> and I don't want to get sued, it's so... Called cross-promotion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could see Katara having... God, what's a good water type? Goldine. No, a good water type. 
Uh, for her, uh, Milotic maybe Crocodile. I can see that. I think Sokka would have a Crocodile. All right, that's mine. I, if I if people expect me to pick Star Wars, no, I do not think Star Wars would be better with Pokemon in it. No, no, it would not. It's fine on its own. I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I was thinking Harry Potter, but that's not. That's you just not quite uh, right. Replace the creatures with Pokemon, I guess, and then yeah. introduce magic. I don't know if that makes Harry Potter better. Which technically there's is kind of magic in the Pokemon world, so you know, it's basically the same thing already. I was going like more like doing deep dive into my past now that you have me thinking about books and the books I've read and everything like that. Is Power Rangers better with Pokemon? Power Rangers is terrible. There's nothing you can do to make it better. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think Power Rangers gets better. Is we already, Magic we already School Bus better that. with Pokemon? We already had Power Rangers and Pokemon. It's called Gale of Darkness, and no, it was not better in any way. Oh, Gale of Darkness is amazing. Shush. See, you guys probably all forgot there were Power Rangers in that game. And, I did not. And they're bad. They're a bad they part of that funny. game. They're supposed to be comedy. It's not good comedy, but there it is. <laughs> Weren't there Power Rangers in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire also? Um, I... There was like the Hoenn Team Defense Squad or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's the figures that are for the Team Defense Squad. But they aren't really like in the game. They're just referred to as like a series, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I got it. Paw Patrol, instead of actually being little dogs, you have a rock ruff, you have like littens, you have uh, snubbles. And Does Dora the Explorer get better if Pokemon is added to it? Uh, no, Dora doesn't have that many characters, though. Paw Patrol, like, does. Paw Patrol has plenty of puppies. Dora, I know nothing about Paw Patrol. Dora, I know does Paw Patrol puppies. really count as a fandom when they have just convinced billions of toddlers to obsess uh, does teletubbies get better with pokemon no but yes, you know 100 blues clues could possibly get better with pokemon who's at the door oh it's, it's a walrin <laughs> peewee's playhouse nope, nope. peewee's playhouse absolutely gets better with pokemon uh all right next uh, this is from Robert. Do you have a favorite memory of ISE Slack? Golly. I will say the controversial one. The Mayo War. I agree with you. I I, I 100% am still stickling for a little bit of Mayo here and there. <laughs> um, you want to like cliff notes what happened with the Mayo War real quick? Mayo War was basically a three-day pseudo-fight with the terrible plus plus system of raising and lowering males so rank the, on the, the plus, plus 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 so this is the problem is first off the plus plus system is like if somebody does something nice for you in slack you used to be able to at their name plus plus and then they got like a point and it meant nothing other than hey there was this a leaderboard got, yeah there was a leaderboard for for doing nice things and then somebody found out that you could actually plus plus inanimate objects um like tacos or condiments and we decided to have a discussion of whether mayo is good plus plus or mayo is bad minus minus it it raged for three days it was brilliant into chaos (laughs) um also uh, 
did when you add birthday bot to Slack, it descended into chaos. Oh yeah, that was a that real was, good moment. That was a real good one. There's a there's an extension called birthday bot, and I was like, oh, that'll be cool because you know Slack isn't terribly big; it's like 300 people. But it would be very nice to be like, oh, it's your happy birthday, you know, Greg. Um, so when we installed birthday bot, it was it, oh, supposed wow. to message everyone privately and ask for their birthday and you could give it your birthday or you could say no i'm not interested and then ideally it was supposed to leave you alone uh but it It didn't it didn't did not leave you alone like every six hours it would message somebody being like hey i still don't have your birthday give me your deets asl please so i i had to uninstall birthday bot it was everyone was it was it was not only birthday bot annoying people it was people just vocally complaining about birthday bot for like 24 (laughs) hours and we removed it because i was trying to like narrow down who how it was bothering people i was trying to figure out if it was like a setting i could change um i then removed birthday bot and messaged the people who made it and i was like hey uh you know, birthday bot keeps messaging people and it's 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 really like talking a lot. And the people who made it were like, oh, we made this for like a team of 10, not for like a team of 300. <laughs> Oopie. Um, but we have since added birthday bot back. It was like two years later before we added it back. Yeah. And uh, it works fine now. Uh, it will uh, ask you once when you join if you want to give it your birthday. And if you say no, it doesn't bother you again. I don't actually know if you say no, but then you change your mind. If there's, I'm sure you could just find it as I, a probably message. It. There's a lot that birthday bot does. Cat facts was fun for a while. Yeah, there was a bot that would do cat facts, but it got real out of control. It got real out of control. A lot of like these, a lot of things. A lot of these extensions have s- since shut down. Like I don't think cat facts is a thing anymore, no, and it, plus plus ultimately broke. Um, and we yay. used to have um, Jeopardy. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, Jeopardy, we used to have Jeopardy. I, Jeopardy was I fun. I used to win that. That's why you guys took that away. No, it broke. Um, it just didn't it work. It broke. It just the, stopped working. Uh, the weather. It was... Um, <laughs> oh, Castform Cast bot. Form. Oh, yeah. Castform. Oh, I miss Castform. That also that broke. That was terrible. That, but that, that also broke. But Castform and Jeopardy like the, and Catfax didn't really cause like an uproar. There was the... the there was no, like birthday the, bot caused an uproar. There was like the two days of Donkey Kong... Oh where, yeah, switching no, I, over switching to Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong days were fun. So we'll close down channels that are like not super active. So like if there was like Pokemon Shuffle was really really active, and then people stopped playing Shuffle. So we like closed down Shuffle, and we were like, if you want to talk about Shuffle, you can talk about it just in like the general video games because there's just not enough people in Shuffle. So when the Switch came out, we had it was like it was dedicated to Switch news. And like the excitement around the Nintendo Switch and some of the features you could do with it, but then it became like general video game talk, uh, which we already have a section for, so there's kind of pointless to have two general video game talks. So we we voted to either just destroy and delete Switch or turn it into like a Donkey Kong channel because it was around the time of Tropical Freeze. And then people started changing their profile pictures to Donkey Kong, like Donkey I was Kong baby characters. Baby Kong for a while. And I was then baby Kong for a long time. We got a Donkey Kong emote, 
And then, so Slack doesn't like update you when the, ch- so because it was Nintendo Switch and because so many people were in Nintendo Switch, people were like, why am I in this Donkey Kong channel all of a sudden? And why is everyone posting Donkey Kong <laughs> images? Oh, uh, that was so good. So that was a, like solid two day thing of people. Solid two days of Donkey Kong. Of Donkey Kong. Kong and Bongin. It was, uh, those, those were good memories. The mail war, though, is, is very early Slack. That was, that must have been like, very early. That must have been like the first year we did Slack. So there, we only had like maybe a hundred or 125 people in. Oh man. There's actually a document that describes the entire mail war. (laughs) There is, there is a propagandist piece of documentation. Yes. Moving on. Catherine says, if you have a Pokemon for a roommate, not a partner Pokemon, who would you choose and why? Meditite, they seem very peaceful. And fastidious, too. Yeah, and can move things with their minds. So I'm all there. Like, get the couch out. I want to say Alchemy because of that delicious, delicious cream. But... I also like to watch my weight. So probably a Machamp because we'd be Lift Bros. You would be Lift Bros. Yeah, okay. absolutely. You'd be finding non-soy protein. I would uh, probably say Go-Goat so I wouldn't have to mow my lawn. Mmm, but it would stand on you because that's what goats do. That's true. Yeah. Who says it has to come in the house, do. though? I mean, I guess it's a it's roommate. It's your roommate. It's, it's your roommate. It's coming in the house. It has its own room to stand in. <laughs> I have a lock in my door. Uh, Nama says, is the dog still clean in 2019? Both no. of my dogs are still clean in 2019. No. Uh, Will is a dirty dog in 2019. Absolutely yes. correct. Dirty, dirty dog. Uh, Al writes in, who's your favorite Scottish person? Um. Oh, hmm. who's the Doctor Who with the dark hair? Well, which one? David Tennant? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Scottish, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Scottish. Let's look it up and verify. Yep. David Tennant is a Scottish actor. Co-signed. That is my favorite Scottish person. Solid person. Well, that was our episode. A little bit shorter this week, but we were some of us were out of town, so hopefully you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week, of course, with uh, any Pokemon news we would have missed with the coverage of Worlds or any new trailers or stuff. Uh, last week, we were like exactly 100 days away from Sword and Shield, so it's coming up quickly. I'm very, very excited for you. Me too. Um, so that will be our episode. If you have any questions or feedback or you just want to write in or complain <laughs> or not complain, uh, sbj at pkmncast, or you can go to pokemonpodcast.com uh, and hit the contact button. Uh, all the episodes have been getting posted there, so if you missed an episode or you want to go back, uh, we're still restore. We're still working to restore really, really old episodes, but everything is there. Um, by the time this episode is up, both of the two-part mythical podcasts should be up on the Dungeon and Randomness feed, uh, and you'll be able. If you can't find it, they should be on the website as well where you can just hit play on the website. But you should be able to subscribe pretty easily. You're, I mean, you're listening to a podcast right now, so you probably know how to find other podcasts in your podcast player. So that should be all wrapped up. Hopefully you enjoyed that two-part thing that Greg and I did. I just remembered something we forgot. What's up? Pokemon of the Week. 
Oh, yeah. It's a new week. It is a new week. I got to give the second clue. Okay, perfect. Are you ready? I'm ready. This week's Pokemon is the same as last week's Pokemon. (laughs) It is over 20 feet tall, or six and a half meters, for the more elegant countries in the world. It weighs 1,080.3 American pounds, or 490 kilograms. It has a unique type combination, but shares two of its types with Inkay and Malamar. If you flipped them around, you would have the same type combination. This week's Pokemon's signature move is Hyperspace Fury. No other Pokemon can use this move, even if they have a way of copying or learning it. It is a damage-dealing move that ignores and removes most other damage-protecting moves, things like Protect, Wide Guard, etc., for the duration of one turn. It also lowers the target's defense by one stage. You must use an item crafted from Arceus's Splash, Flame, and Earth Plates to unlock this Pokemon's true power. There you go. See what I did there? See that? Yeah. I saw it. I saw it. I heard it. That's our episode. Uh, If you would like to leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, please do. Would greatly appreciate if you say some kind words. It helps Apple redid their entire podcast thing anyways. And I think like 62% of you use Apple Podcasts in some form. So any reviews is nice and helpful. And I don't remember what I was talking about before Pokemon of the Week, but we will be back next week. Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. And you can check out Twitch streams of me streaming Pokemon related things at twitch.tv slash PKMNCast. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening. We will see you all next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super smash that like button and subscribe. Not YouTube. <laughs> Poggers. <laughs> GG, easy clappers. Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. This is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on Patreon. A huge thank you to Alex, Anthony, Catherine, Matthew, Jeffrey, Kevin, and Cygnus. If you would like to join our community and support the podcast, you can head over to isc.cash for more information.